Hello and welcome to Taboo Talks. I'm your host, Mishkan. You may know me from my weekly Taboo Talks hosted on my Instagram page. But if you're new here, this podcast is basically about having open and honest conversations on topics that are both controversial and necessary, from relationship woes to mental health struggles to demystifying social constructs like virginity. Let's change hearts, open minds, and break taboos one story at a time. Would you submit someone else's work under your own name? Would you go up to a complete stranger and give them your unsolicited advice or call them fat or ugly? Would you go up to a random business and demand their product or service for free? Most likely not, right? Or at least I hope not. (laughs) But um, so why do so many of us feel comfortable doing so on social media? I feel like a lot of people think that social media isn't real life. So they think like there's things that they can get away with on social media that they wouldn't be able to in real life. But I think it's really illogical to have this type of mindset given the fact that social media plays such a huge role in our lives, right? So many of us spend hours on social media. Um, Our lives are heavily intertwined with it, like whether it's how we conduct our businesses, whether it's how we form friendships or relationships or how we present ourselves to the world, I really think it's a great disservice for us to deny the role that social media plays in our lives and say that it's not real life when it very much is and so are the consequences of not using social media properly. So I think I strongly believe that there's a way to behave and not to behave for nearly everything and the same goes for social media protocol. So today I thought it would be good to talk about social media etiquette and you're probably wondering like why is this relevant? Why do we need to learn about etiquette for social media especially if you're not a content creator or influencer? Um, A lot of people hate that term. I feel indifferent to it. I don't care if people call me an influencer, um, but it's whatever to me. If you know an alternative term for influencer, let me know. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) many of us spend hours scrolling on social media and whether you're a business or just someone who loves to post their carefully curated outfits chances are you are likely to interact with others on social media. That's why it's so important to take a step back and think about the way you behave online, just like you would in real life. Self-awareness is so, so crucial. And um, the thing is, though, unlike real life, the internet is forever. So that's why it's really important to learn the do's and don'ts of social media because you don't want to make a fool out of yourself online and have everybody remember it. Um, So that's why in today's episode, I'm breaking down all the do's and don'ts of social media, but I'll follow each social media don't with a social media do so that you can connect with others the right way. 
So as someone with a public platform, navigating social media has truly been a journey full of trial and error for me. I've made so many mistakes, but I've also made friendships that have lasted years. I've built long-lasting connections with other brands and content creators, but more importantly, I've built a trusted community that I can lean on for support. And if you're listening to this, you're most likely part of that community. So while my experiences with social media have generally been really positive, um, I've also learned the hard way what happens when people become a little too comfortable with you. I've learned the importance of setting boundaries. I've learned the hard way, the repercussions of reacting with anger to trolls and haters. I've learned to stop wasting my time and energy fighting with people committed to misunderstanding me. So I too am constantly learning how to interact with others more mindfully. So the very first tip I have is don't be forceful with others. So what do I mean by that? Um, I think one of the biggest mistakes people make on social media is to assume a greater level of familiarity than you actually have. So would you ever walk up to a stranger in real life and be like, hey, buy my book? You wouldn't, right? (laughs) It'd be so absurd. Um, So I don't get why people do that on social media. I think like, We should forge natural connections. We should um, make interest in conversation and let interest in your book, brand, or product develop naturally. Uh, There's no need to... I think like you're putting a lot of people off when you just DM them or comment on their pictures and and like promote yourself. I I don't know. I find it very distasteful. My biggest pet peeve is when people that don't even follow me ask me for shoutouts or to promote their product or service. And it happens to me at least once a day. I'm just like so confused. (laughs) Like what? I don't even know you. So why would I promote your stuff? Like I don't even know if it's good or not. And I'm not going to promote something if I don't believe in it or... Like, they just want me to promote their stuff and they don't even have the decency to, like, at least send me their product to try out or... Oh my god, I could go on for days, but let's just leave it at that. Um, I also think, like, asking for shoutouts is a bad idea in general, even if you do know one another. Because if people really like your work and want to support you, they will. What I usually do is I post my work and I ask that, I just like make a general statement saying that if, you know, if my work resonated with you to please share it with others. Uh, And most of the time people are very receptive. Um, So I think that you should encourage your audience to engage with your work, but never force them into doing so. Okay? There's like a funny example I always think of. Um, It's like uh, how we make fun of that one friend from high school who always like promotes their mixtape and they're just like 
commenting everywhere. I listened to my mixtape. It's dope. So asking for shout outs, it's kind of like that. Like you're kind of that person, you know? And you don't want to be that. You don't want to be the mixtape person. It's embarrassing. It's awkward for both parties. Just allow connections to form naturally and allow people to be interested in your product or your service naturally, okay? If you have true talent, it's going to show um, so there's no need to be forceful with it. So my next point sort of ties into my last point, which is don't feel entitled to other people's platforms. So I get a lot of messages every day of people requesting me to post their charity links or to speak on a certain political issue. And I would be so happy into doing that. The only thing is that I'm incredibly empathetic, so it's really difficult for me to pick and choose which charity or which issue to discuss. I hate leaving people's stories out or for them to think their cause isn't worthy of me speaking on it, but I am just one person with one page, so it's really impossible for me to speak on every single issue or to promote every single charity or GoFundMe. But there was a time where I found myself always promoting, raising awareness, or fighting other people's battles while dealing with the repercussions on my own. Um, Because as an Afghan woman with a public platform, I'm already susceptible to online harassment and abuse, but being so outspoken on controversial topics made me even more vulnerable to danger. Especially when the whole you know, Ariana Sayyid and Haseeb thing was going on and I had to deal with their crazy fans. So it's difficult, you guys. It's really difficult. Um, I had to learn to pick my battles wisely and under my own terms. So I'm never going to allow anyone to pressure or guilt me into speaking on an issue I'm not comfortable with or speaking on an issue when I don't have the mental capacity to do so. And I'm just, I'm just like a regular person, you know? I'm not Tolo News or Al Jazeera. Um, some days I just want to post my breakfast and call it a day, you know? I don't always want my page to be so heavy because it affects me as well, right? Um, but I won't lie, I used to be this person where... I would always make condescending comments, shaming people who didn't speak out against social injustice. So I used to be that person. (laughs) But um, I kind of realized that, you know, while everyone should stand up against social injustice and use their platforms to create meaningful change, I also know that when it's not genuine and when it's not coming from your heart, It can actually cause more harm than good because the other person isn't thinking for themselves and simply copying and pasting whatever they see online. And we see this happen a lot during, we saw this happen a lot during, um, I think it was the Blackout Tuesday movement where people were just like posting those black squares and they had no idea what its purpose was and then it ended up causing more harm because it ended up uh, erasing crucial information for the Black Lives Matter movement. So 
it's really important to be mindful of what you're posting and not force others to, you know, speak up on a topic they don't really have much knowledge on. And, oh my god, every time I think back around that time, like, social media was hell for me. Like, I hated it so much. Like, every day there was a new issue to raise awareness on. Every day the same people with the same tired, why is no one talking about, you know, insert new reason for outrage. And the same people preaching over and over again, And it just became unbearable and toxic for me. And I just wanted to distance myself from it so much because it was just giving me so much anxiety. Like every day being constantly reminded of how shitty and fucked up the world was. Like I I just couldn't do it anymore. And I took a break from that. I, (sighs) yeah. I think like if we want people to think more critically, to become more vocal and to care more, we also need to give them the space to learn on their own. Um, but if you do see that your values simply don't align at the th- or that they're staying silent due to cowardice, then you have every right to unfollow them. So it's just best to stop pressuring others to speak for us. Like if you want to raise awareness on an issue, then do it. I encourage everybody to be vocal and make themselves heard, but I think it's kind of a cop-out when smaller accounts don't do the work and expect those with bigger platforms to do it all. I hear this a lot where people tell me like, hey, can you promote this? And then I go on their page, they're not saying anything. And when I ask them why, and their excuse is always, well, I only have like 300 followers, so it's not going to make a difference. I don't really think that that's a fair argument because your voice matters too, so you should use it. And whether you have 200 followers or 20,000 followers, advocacy and standing up to injustice should be all of our responsibilities, not just those with bigger platforms than you. So do the work and be the change you want to see in the world instead of expecting others to do the work for you. So my next tip is... Don't assume you know someone's intentions. So, we all see this happening on social media where, you know, people bully somebody for a certain period of time and then the story comes out that that person was secretly dealing with something really big and then everybody's like, this is why you need to be kind to everybody because you don't know what they're going through. I think it happened recently with Chadwick, the main actor from Black Panther. But I think you should just be nice regardless. Like, I think everybody is struggling with something, you know? Like, nobody has a perfect life. Everybody is struggling with something. Everyone. Like, nobody's life is perfect. We're all going through some shit that we're not talking about publicly. So... And just because you're not talking about it publicly doesn't give you the right to treat somebody else horribly because of it. Um, So yeah, it happened with me a lot of times where I was dealing with my own personal issues in private and I kept getting tagged in the same post asking me to speak on a certain issue. And I believe it was the Ariana Saeed and Hasib drama that was going down. Um, A lot of people were tagging me saying, like, why haven't you spoken out about this? Like, why aren't you talking about it? 
and I know that no one was aware of what was going on in my own life because I don't share my problems with others really and I definitely don't share it on social media but if you see like someone who's typically always been vocal and then the few times that she's not like maybe cut her some slack and be more understanding because you truly don't know what people are going through behind the scenes um yeah so another story I remember was when I was on my freaking honeymoon in Thailand and people were demanding I speak on a certain issue like and then after explaining that I was on my literal honeymoon and I wasn't able to do so like these parasites and I'm calling them parasites because that's what they are tried shaming me and like cursing me even telling me to take off activists from my bio and I did I took off activists from my bio and my life got has gotten significantly better since doing so um I realized I don't enjoy the expectations that come with that label you know people feel really entitled and they think they can tell you what to do they think like They can control you, and I just didn't like it. (laughs) So while it's easier to pass judgment and assume we know someone's intentions, it's better to give them the benefit of the doubt instead. Um, And just maybe even ask them, hey, like, you're usually really vocal about this type of stuff, but why haven't, you know? It's always better to ask than to assume. Because can you imagine tagging someone constantly on why they haven't spoken out about a particular issue and then that person replies back saying, hey, sorry, like my grandmother just passed away. Like you're going to feel like the biggest jerk. And that's a true story, by the way. That's actually what happened with me. Um, So yeah, always, always think of excuses for other people's behavior before you pass on judgment because like I said you don't know what people are going through or what people are dealing with in private so my next tip is don't cross other people's boundaries so this is something that I see happen quite often with female content creators especially female activists or you know, women who are offering some sort of emotional support for their communities. So once upon a time, I used to give people advice online. And it happened by accident right after my taboo talks came out. Um, I responded to a few people and then soon enough, my DMs were always flooded with people asking me questions and some even telling me to give them advice like, telling me not asking me but telling me like yeah so like tell me what I should do and that just like rubbed me the wrong way because for me manners are very very important so when people I don't even know demand I do something for them and that too for free and they don't say please or thank you or they don't acknowledge like what I'm doing for them like girl no no I don't know who you think you're talking to, but it sure as hell won't be me anymore. Blocked. Good riddance. Um, Yeah, I've actually blocked people for this. Like, just the way that they've spoken to me. 
I just don't want you in my life. I don't want you in my circle. I don't want you in my space. Like, I don't like it. I don't like being spoken to that way. Um, yeah, because some people don't even follow me. They don't even have the decency to address me by name. They don't even ask if it's okay to share or if I have time to listen before they just jump straight into their story and then demand I give them advice. So my advice would be let's learn some manners, okay? How about we start there? But yeah, (laughs) I'm getting a little. Um, I realized uh, part of that was my own fault because I lacked boundaries with my audience. So it, it was mostly my fault because I made myself too available to my audience and of course people are going to take what you give so it was my own fault I completely acknowledge that um if my followers needed anything I was always there I I even remember a time I listened to like one of my followers voice notes like asking me for advice and shit about her relationship problems and they were like voice notes that were 20 minutes long I'm not kidding you 20 minutes long and I would listen to all of them and I would respond back giving them my time energy and attention and like they didn't even like reply back saying thank you or anything nothing it was just like oh okay got it so yeah it was a huge wake-up call for me You know, I really enjoyed doing it at first. Um, I wanted to serve my community. I wanted to help other women. But it just got, like, way too much. Like, way too much. I was just overwhelmed, burnt out, feeling resentful. And then um, one day someone asked me, you know, Michigan, like, why do you feel you're not deserving of good things? And I was like, what do you mean? Of course I do. And they're like, yeah, but why do you feel like you have to protect and save everyone? You know, who's protecting you and who's checking up on you and who's asking you if you're good? And like, why are you so empathetic to the point where you're always putting yourself in other people's shoes? Like, just stay in your own. And that was like, that hit me hard. (laughs) And I'm so thankful for that person for reminding me of my worth. Like, I didn't need to be doing all this. I didn't need to be everybody's therapist for free. It didn't serve me well at all. I don't know if it served them well, but now it's just something that I don't do anymore. I don't give people advice. Not even, like, my friends, because I feel like people need to learn things on their own and and in their own time. So you could be, you know giving somebody the best advice out there but if they're not ready to receive it and if they're not ready to implement it in their life then it's like talking to a wall so it's just not worth it you know so now I just listen and you know I offer support but I don't offer advice anymore Uh, yeah so I started setting boundaries and A lot of people were very understanding about it, but some people were quick to switch up on me. And I'm thankful for that too because, you know, the people who get mad at your boundaries are the ones who benefited from you having none. And I don't need people like that in my life. So 
those people clearly didn't like me. They just liked what I offered and they weren't willing to help me in my time of need or compensate me for my time or even acknowledge or appreciate what I was doing for them. So why was I giving them so much of me? It was a huge, huge learning lesson for me. And while I did lose some people along the way, the ones that stayed I know are loyal through and through and I know they want the best for me. So do reach out and ask for help or advice if you need it. But remember that it's just a privilege. It's not a right. You know, people don't need to be doing this stuff for you. People don't need to be like giving so much to their followers on social media. People don't need to be like helping you all the time or being there for you all the time or providing you with educational material or resources they don't need to be doing that like what they're doing is just out of the pureness of their heart so don't ever take advantage of that always be appreciative express gratitude to those who allow you access to their time to their support to their energy And for empaths, content creators, influencers, protect your energy and space because no one is entitled to have access to you. So my next tip is don't post when you're angry or emotional. So this is because when you're in a heightened state of an emotion, you're not thinking as clearly and you're not able to form your thoughts and ideas as well. So don't use the internet as a means for sorting through your feelings. Um, It's better to talk to a trusted friend or to journal out your thoughts and work through your emotions. But it's never a good idea to post something when you're mad. Like, yeah, it might feel good to type up like this fiery response to something that ticked you off, but like, Typing and sending are two different things, so while it might feel good in the moment, you're most likely going to regret it later. And I know because this is something that I struggle with so, so much. Um, I often wonder, like, how many jobs I possibly missed out on because the employer looked me up online and just saw, like, all my tweets and were like, nope, nope not hiring this girl (laughs) so yeah I think it's kind of I think we should be more mindful of how we portray ourselves online um so when we do post something it's better to think more long term okay not in the moment but more long term so ask yourself will posting this photo or this tweet or status whatever you want to call it Will posting this get me into trouble at work? Will it get me into trouble with my family, with my partner, or even future you? Because now more than ever, we're seeing people getting fired from their jobs. We're seeing people lose brand partnerships for something they tweeted like 10 years ago. We're seeing people lose all their credibility because they got a case of Twitter fingers. So ask yourself if it's worth it. So my golden rule is always, if my mom were to see this, if my boss were to see this, or if I were to see this tomorrow morning, will I be okay with it? Because the internet is forever, 
And just because you delete it tomorrow doesn't mean that others haven't taken screenshots. So do post with caution and be wary of potential embarrassment. And this goes for everyone, you know, just because this point can't be stressed enough. Just avoid putting yourself or others in situations where public shaming and humiliation may be the results. I've I used to do this a lot before where I was just so angry and I was so reactive to what I saw online that I would immediately get on my notes app and type up like this heated emotional response and post it and then a few days later I would immediately regret it and I'd be like oh my god why did I do that like why like I look crazy online I look crazy and you know people are probably scared of me because I'm doing all this so it's just not worth it don't do it don't do it even even if it's not for others like just for yourself don't do it because like you're just making yourself upset like now all I do is just block like if someone is triggering negative emotions out of me I'm just gonna block you because you're not good for me you're not good for my mental health and you're just causing me to react in a way that I don't like to so I'm just block out of sight, out of mind. So my next tip is don't post a selfie when people are dying. (laughs) So be thoughtful and approach social media with grace and eloquence. Um, I think we've learned this year more than ever, you know, with the whole pandemic, unemployment crisis, deadly virus on the rise, police brutality, civil unrest, Like, maybe now is not the best time to be posting your selfies or promoting your flat tummy tea. You know, at worst, you come across as an insensitive prick, and at best, you come across as an oblivious prick. So, when you see, like, there's a lot of shit going down with the world, like, maybe now is not the time, okay? So, my rule is always... Always listen before you talk and always observe before you post. So do read the room. My next tip is don't be a jerk. Um, So this goes for both parties. If you're a content creator, avoid bragging, complaining all the time, attacking others, or venting in high doses because this can really turn off your audience. And with good reason because, you know, just... Go see a therapist or write in your journal, but don't take it out on your audience. So you're just going to be associating your brand with the negative and that's not good for you. And for people who, um, you know, just use social media for fun or whatnot, or they engage with content creators, I would say be courteous, professional and polite. So ask yourself, would you talk to someone in real life this way? No, then be respectful because... Having, you know, typing from behind a screen shouldn't embolden you to treat others poorly. And you shouldn't be surprised if you find yourself blocked after, you know, commenting something rude or messaging someone something really rude. Um, Blocking people has actually become one of my favorite things to do. 
Like, if I don't like your tone or how you came at me, I'm just going to block you without hesitation. And I'm not going to, like, justify that for other people. You know, a lot of people might say, like, isn't blocking a little extreme? Yeah, it's a little extreme. But so is, like, messaging or commenting on someone's posts for no reason other than to try and put them down. You know, like, it's... I think that's also extreme. But, um, yeah, I just don't want people who have treated me disrespectfully to have access to my platform, my knowledge, my advice, my wisdom, my thoughts, or my life. Like, you don't deserve to have access to me anymore. So do watch your tone because it may look like a screen in front of you, but there's always another person on the receiving end, a real-life person with real-life feelings and emotions so and just because they have you know 200,000 followers or whatnot it doesn't make them it doesn't mean like they're not going to be affected by your cruel words so think about how you would feel if you were to receive that message you're sending and if the answer isn't a favorable one then don't send it And my final don't is, if we're not close, don't get too comfortable, too nosy, or too snarky. So this message is more for people who I don't really interact with, people who I know don't like me, people who never engage with me or my content normally, people who just follow or watch me for the sole purpose of hoping to catch me slipping one day. I have never understood people who like follow someone or watch them constantly when they like absolutely don't like you. I've never understood that. Like for me, if I don't like you or if I don't like what you're posting or if it's just bringing me down emotionally, like I'm just gonna mute you or unfollow you because... Like, you know, life is too short. I don't need to be doing that to myself. So, like, I just don't get people who do that. Like, why are you torturing yourself? And more importantly, why are you torturing me? By watching me if you don't like me. I don't get it. And I feel like some people think that, you know, they're being slick when they slide into my DMs asking me way too many personal questions. Like, are you pregnant? where do you work, things like that, how did you meet your husband, how long have you guys dated, and it's like, bro, like, I don't even know you, who are you? Or like, when they comment some backhanded compliment, thinking I'm gonna be oblivious to it, I'm not. Believe me, I'm far more intelligent than I let on, and I notice everything, every little detail, and I make notes in my head, and I never forget, okay? So my memory is like the internet, it remembers everything, so just don't try this with me because it's not going to end well for you. And these people are the absolute worst in my opinion because they just watch me so that one day I mess up and they can go like, aha, I knew it. And then, you know, they just, they're just watching you and then they're just waiting for that one moment one moment where they can just comment some rude ass shit on your posts 
So yeah, people who only interact with me just to argue, like, I'm not interested, okay? Like, I can think of a hundred better ways to spend my time, and this definitely isn't it. So do know your place, and if you have an issue with me, then that is a you problem, and you can exit my page and make better use of your time, because you know what's even more valuable than money, time, and energy, and there are far better ways to make use of your time and energy than watching the account of someone you secretly love. I mean, hate. <laughs> so yeah, that's all for today. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed my tips for social media etiquette. And I hope this hasn't scared any of you. Like, I know I sounded a little bit harsh. Um, that tends to always happen. <laughs> but um, I swear I mean this for like... I mean, I want the best for you guys. And I just want you guys to use social media properly. And not make mistakes that you're going to regret later on because it's not worth it. Um, and I hope this hasn't like deterred any of you from wanting to interact with me. Like I know I've placed boundaries, but they're just boundaries. Like they're not like I don't want to interact with any of you anymore. That's not it. Not at all. I love talking to you guys. I love when you guys DM me. I love hearing your stories. I love all of that. And I want you guys to continue doing that. But it's just maybe maybe get rid of the entitlement part of it. That's all. So yeah. Um, one of the best things about social media is that it allows us to connect and build relationships with others in ways we never thought possible. But without boundaries or respect, it can do more harm than good. So that's why I think it's really important for us to utilize social media in a way that's beneficial for everybody. No one should be stressing over social media because it's really not that deep. And if it is, got to reevaluate some things and make some adjustments. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Oh, here's one more point that I want to make before I leave. Um, a lot of people say like when content creators or people with large platforms, they complain about the, you know, online harassment or bullying or mean messages that they get. A lot of people like gaslight them and say, well, you chose this. This is what comes with being a public platform. This is what comes with having a large audience. Like this is what you chose. It's like you know that you can work and improve on things, right? Like, think just because something has always been a certain way doesn't mean that you can't implement positive changes and making it better, right? This is what I never understood. Like, I just never got that. <laughs> like, anything can change for the better. Anything. And it should. If there's a way to improve something and make it better, make it a more positive experience for everybody, then we should. So, yeah, I'm going to end off there. Um, I'm going to have two or three more episodes before we conclude season one of Taboo Talks. Make sure you like and rate this podcast and follow me on Instagram, mishgon.writes. Um, that's all for today. Bye. Love you all.